Welcome into the Thunder Basketball Universe presented by Coop Aleworks. It's another very special episode. If you watched our episode last week, you saw that we were talking about the Thunder Film's brand new documentary called Seeds of Greenwood. We're going to continue talking about that today. And here with us is a familiar face to the Thunder Basketball Universe podcast, but the first time he's ever been in our studio, yes. our physical studio. So please help us in welcoming the executive director of the Thunder Fellows program all the way from Tulsa, Mr. Cedric Igbo. Cedric, thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Good, yeah. to, good to be in the digs today. Yeah. Like you said, you've been working so hard up in Tulsa. We had to get you down the turnpike, yeah. get you here in OKC, and um, we're, we're really excited to just dig in with you on not only the program, but the process of having cameras inside your, your space <laughs> yeah, all year and, um, and then getting this film to fruition. Yeah. So the last time we talked to you, the program was just getting off the ground. Yep. You're just getting the ball rolling. And we were, you know, trying to pick your brain on how all of this was coming together for you. It's been a year now. The kids have done their capstone projects. Yep. How has this year been for you? It's been, it has been wild. It's been wild, but like incredibly, incredibly rewarding, mm -hmm. um, you know, to take a group of kids that we didn't really know, right? We, we went through the interview process and had a good idea of where they, how they could um, end up, but like to see them and have them develop as individuals, but more as a collective and um, a unit has been, has been amazing. And uh, just so many people to thank. It's really, we haven't done this on our own by any means. Uh, so many people behind the scenes uh, supporting us and providing resources and opportunities and exposure and um, our kids, you know, really owning the program and, and owning their role in pioneering this, this program for the next generation of folks. So it's been incredible. And I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm really excited. You had two dual challenges that were massive in front of you at the beginning of this. One, you had to you had to win every day with the kids on the ground, yeah. which anyone who's in education knows is yeah. a challenge in its own. But you also kind of had this task of sustainable, some, building something that could be sustainable in the long term in mm -hmm. Tulsa, and that this program needed to be a step further at, at this stage than it was at the beginning of the year. Yeah. How did you navigate those two? probably potentially competing um challenges at the same time it was a it was a challenge right um but a good one a fun one um obviously you know i think having the name thunder in the in our yeah. in our branding really helped to kind of lure the kids right um and then from there like we had to make sure that we lived up to our name, um, lived up to our promises. And so it was constantly, you know, we had some decent ideas of what the program would look like, mm -hmm. the different types of opportunities we'd be able to put them in, um, in. But, you know, as you start to kind of pepper things in front of the kids, you start to realize, okay, maybe this is going to have a little bit more legs and maybe let's, let's tweak here and shift here. And then all the while, as we're going, you know, different uh, folks who, who catch wind of the program want to be involved and want to support. And so we're always just kind of taking bits and pieces and, and engaging different people and tweaking the program. And so, um, you know, as the, the priority is that the kids enjoy and want to be a part because it is a 30 week program. It's mm -hmm. after school. We're taking them away from their free time, whatever that could be, whether it be taking naps or playing video games or sports or extracurriculars. And so, like, how do we engage them when they're in the space and then keep them coming back. Then beyond that, you know, we are, we're starting something that we've, we, as we've continuously touted, this is just the beginning. And so um, developing something that allows the kids to be able to help shape and mold um, while remaining invested and engaged, but then also 
keeping three to five years, 10 years down the road, you know, in our in our um, line of sight and, and making sure that what we're doing now is, is setting us up for success down the road. So it's been it's been fun, um, but uh, we've got a great team of folks that are that are making this come to life. I wanted to tap into something that you talked about, because I think this is a big deal that when you were building this program, when everybody was building this program, nobody really knew exactly what the picture would look like yeah. in in real life. And now you've got the, the full year under your belt. What what is what has surprised you, I guess? What is what has been kind of the proudest thing for you in seeing how these kids have actually taken the reins of this program and how this program has grown over the year? Yeah, I mean, I. There's a couple most more recent um, mm-hmm. examples to point out. Obviously, the capstone um, a couple weeks ago or that last week, like it was just so powerful. Um, I think not only because of the fact that they were able to showcase and put you know all the things that we've helped teach them um, into into practice, but like they not only did they do that, but they they did it well. And they did an excellent job and they showed out and they represented themselves, their families, our program incredibly well. Um, and, you know, we I just couldn't be more proud of our product that we were able to de- deliver in, in one short year. It's it's actually probably less than a calendar year since we first saw the kids. And um, so it's it's been it's been wonderful in that regard. And um, but that said, going back maybe three weeks, we actually had an event um, at the PGA Championship yeah. called Beyond the Green. And it just really highlighted the different um, opportunities um, outside of actually playing the sport um, and swinging the golf club. And, you know, they talked about how much money is made in golf and the different um, career opportunities that exist. But there's one point in particular that will just continues to stand out for me. One of the MCs for the event called out um, another organization that was there, another organization of students. And they said, you guys have the coolest shirts around, right, um, in the house. And one of the kids from our program said, nah, 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 these, this is where it's at. And like, I didn't acknowledge it to him, but I just think that like, that was unsolicited. Mm. He truly took pride in the brand and, and yeah. wearing it. He's also a basketball player. So like, you know, the, the amount of time that he has to juggle um, between his extracurriculars, school and everything uh, is, is one, but to, to, to really take a liking and ownership um, and, and being a steward of, of mm-hmm. this brand, I think is incredible and, and really and really speaks volumes. I want to level set just a little bit because you mentioned the, the PGA. Yep. You all have partnered this year with so many incredible uh, companies that are you know helping usher these kids a little bit further along their journeys in terms of their understanding of sports, the tech world, um, coding and, and uh, entrepreneurship and that yep. type of thing. In addition to the program that you have in house with um, the, the teachers and, and um, the staff, the staff that you have, yep. can you kind of go through a little bit of some of these companies that you all did partner with and how the curriculum inside of fellows um, actually impacted these kids in terms of what they learned this year? Sure. So we have, I think we started the year just really focusing on, you know, kind of soft skill development, getting them comfortable. It's really taking inventory Mm -hmm. on what their passions are personally and how those might lead into potential careers, uh, meaningful careers down the road. Um, As a part of that, we really wanted to make sure that in order for us to make it stick and to make it real, put them in front of industry leaders, uh, many of whom look like them, but, um, but many who uh, were involved in the tech space, um, in sports and entertainment. And so through that, we even connected them with folks from HBO Max, um, some media companies out West called Rue Media, um, Wilson Sporting Goods, uh, Creative Artist Agency, mm-hmm. obviously the Oklahoma City Thunder, both on the basketball and business side. Um, we've, we've engaged them with different um, 
manipulate like tangible manipulatives, um, engaging with different r- robots as well. Um, they've uh, toured multiple universities, including the University of Tulsa, Oklahoma State University, and their um, state of the art STEM program. So, like, it really does um, stress the gambit of of the different types of things that we've done. And I'm leaving off a many, but I mean, I think it, you know, as you mentioned, it touches on sports, entertainment, technology, and entrepreneurship is a big thing. And the reason being is because the fact that we're, you know, in the Greenwood district, mm-hmm. the fact that this was it is in Tulsa, uh, this was developed on the heels of the, or on the eve of the Tulsa 100th anniversary of the Tulsa mm-hmm. Race Massacre, incorporating and embedding a lot of those principles of what Green Greenwood and Black Wall Street stood for is, is at the heart of what we're doing and always trying to tie back the fact that you guys are the, the the next generation of what Black Wall Street was and and will be. So um, I think all of that in a nutshell is, is what Thunderfellows is. And, um, you know, we're really excited about it. In the full circle, sorry, just one thing. The full circle of that is this capstone that you discussed. Yep. That's so geared towards the idea that you just laid out about this program being centered in the Greenwood District. Can you share a little bit about what maybe some of these ideas and, and concepts were that came out through the capstone project to try to you know continue to reinvest in and reinvigorate the green greenwood district for sure so uh the challenge question for the capstone project was to uh, come up with well, incorporate data and analytics and use that to uh drive your solutions to improve and innovate uh, the greenwood district and we're not if you've anyone that's been in tulsa today you know what you see of greenwood is a, is a small sliver yeah. a tiny sliver of what it once was and so we're talking about the 35 block greenwood district that once stood and so it's wonderful i mean um miss whitley from our side you know t- took them literally took them through the th- that area so they can see for themselves okay this is right there was a theater you know right here was a doctor's Mm. office this was a business etc all this this area was thriving beautiful homes etc and so how can you as the next generation 100 years later what can you do to pour back in and and reinvigorate this community and so they took data and analytics had to many people surveyed folks um, locally Uh, many people created ideas of apps and prototypes uh, for different machines uh, to improve their community we saw things everything from uh, creating um, a kiosk mall um, in greenwood district which there is no there is no mall in North Tulsa. We we saw someone um, create a, or create an idea around um, a technological hospital with um, opportunities to train um, young people within the Greenwood District wow. um, using. Um, AI and using um, uh, technology wow. uh, to help train them and, and go through different um, you know uh, um, activities and exercises. Yeah. There, um, we saw folks uh, the idea of. There's a group of, of five young men who uh, had an idea that, you know, music isn't taught enough in schools or that, um, you know, as we, we're familiar, the arts being are being taken away and, you know, um, there's less funding there. Um, but they came up with an idea to use an app to help train and um, bolster anybody's skills musically, regardless of what um, end of the spectrum you're on, either beginner, intermediate or mm-hmm. expert, you can use this app to uh, meet you where you are and learn music, but not only learn like the chords and learn how to play instruments, but to also learn the the, the industry of music and how you can then um, be your own boss wow. and and start and um, own your own or the rights to your music. It's it's crazy, you know. Yeah. Some <laughs> high school sophomores and, and freshmen are talking about owning the rights to your music, and so um, you know it's just. It really did, uh, you know, span a, a wide range of different types of ideas, and so it was incredible to see. And the last thing I'll say is there's also one um, girl in our, in our program who's 
already an active entrepreneur, um, does hair, mm -hmm. and she decided to use um, to create a technologically advanced hair salon that is like touch screens everywhere and oh, payments cool. are accepted electronically and you can um visually see what the different hairstyles will look on you so like oh, wow it's you know she's taking what she already does yeah. and is this actually going to help her personally and i'm excited to see where it ends up it's incredible to see how the kids eyes have been opened because yeah. of this program that not just the opportunities that are out there but the things that they can do within themselves yep. with the knowledge that they have and that's what we exactly try to document in this film that we want to be able to talk to you about sure. but we're going to take a short break right here and we'll be right 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 back right after this coop l works is the proud sponsor of thunder basketball universe Brewers of the fan favorites F5 IPA and 99 Calorie Ice Chest IPA. You'll find those and many more Coop beers at retailers across Oklahoma. Learn more at CoopLWorks.com. We are so, so excited about the release of Seeds of Greenwood. All of us are producers on this project, which I think is fascinating because me and Gallo obviously have the day job of you know, re reporting on the Oklahoma City Thunder 82 games a season. Cedric is running a program that he had to start from scratch, basically, in an entirely different city while also being a producer on this project. First and foremost, how was that balance? Because I don't think producer was on your resume before you started Absolutely with the Thunder not. at all. Not at all. Yeah, and how do you produce something that you're actually doing? You're a producer <laughs> yeah. on a film about something that you're actively working on at the same time. It's been a an incredible exercise for me, yeah. just mm -hmm. a stretch a opportunity um, to get that peek behind the scenes and uh, behind the curtain, just know, see what the process entails. And um, obviously the the priority and the focus is always making sure that the program is running well, mm -hmm. um, that we're engaging the kids in the right way, that we are developing programming and curriculum that um, is impactful and sustainable. But at the same time, we have this unique opportunity to tell the story that of the program that's being built in real time and so um you know it it just it was it was a very cool to wear both hats but i think you know i think i'm really excited about the story that we're about to tell and um you know i think we're kids are gonna or people from all over the community yeah. are really gonna get a good understanding of what what our young people are like what the program is like and just see the see its growth over time so uh it's, it's been fun to say the least <laughs> I'm curious because I don't think uh, many of these kids are used to being around cameras yeah. or having cameras mm -hmm. in their face. You're in there with them every single day. Our incredible director, videographer, and editor, Michael Zubak, Mr. Z, yes. coming up to Zuby. Tulsa and Thunderfellows in, with that camera almost every day. Well, what was the student reaction to that? I think initially, you know, it was it took some getting used to, yeah. right? Like they're just not used to that. But um, the more the cameras were in, it just became second nature and yeah. it wasn't even, you know, didn't even notice it sometimes. And it wouldn't even realize until after we were leaving, it's like, Oh, Mr. Z is here, you know? <laughs> and so, um, you know, it was, it, I think it just goes to show that we were able to really tell authentic stories and you know, of capturing the kids doing what they do, mm -hmm. um, as they would naturally and genuinely. And so, uh, what we'll see, I think is, is a, a true, wonderful example of that. But I mean, you know, after, you know, late fall, like we, it was, it was just second nature and it was, it was, it was great. One thing heading into this that we all understood is Thunderfellows is, and was going to be this 
sort of precious incubator. I know Paris, you've mm -hmm. heard me use that term before. And, and I think what people are going to see from the film is just such a tender, sweet story of um, how this came together, the people mm -hmm. that are involved in, um, you know, helping these kids on a day to day basis. And then the actual kids themselves, as you were a part of the filmmaking process, how would you describe maybe what people are going to see in the film? I think you're going to see um, the process and the intentionality around one, why this program mm -hmm. is being created, mm -hmm. but making sure that the right people were in the room, the right um, voices were heard as it was being created and developed um, to making sure that in order for us to create this product that can stand the test of time and also live up to the the high expectations that we have internally for it, uh, we had to identify the right group of kids for this inaugural cohort. Right. And um, I think that we did that, but I, I'm, I'm excited because the people who watch this film will undoubtedly agree that we were, we really um, struck gold by identifying the kids that we did. And, you know, to be honest, we even, I and my team were, I'm sure were shocked in a, a lot of ways as far as how much development and growth um, and just budding of, of young, successful people um, came about um, through mm -hmm. the through, over the course of the year. So um, it, it's incredible. Um, little peek behind the scenes and, you know, maybe some of their personal lives as well. But overall, like how the group came together as, as one. One thing I've said pretty frequently when when thinking about this film and talking about this film is that I feel like everybody that watches it is going to get something a little different out yeah. of it. Right. Like for for me and Gallo, there's there's kind of maybe an inspirational aspect, a motivational and educational mm -hmm. aspect to it. But I feel like for uh, a high schooler in North Tulsa who sees other high schoolers that look like yeah. them coding and, you know, being a part of STEM and doing robotics, that could be really motivational as well. What do you hope? you know, audiences get from this film and, you know, knowing the work that, that you put into it and the intention behind it. Yeah. I, I think it, it takes, it takes effort to uh, progress. It takes effort to grow. Like if you want to get to point from point A to point B, it doesn't just happen, right? You have to take those steps. Um, you have to put the reps in, you have to practice, you have to make the intentional decision to come to this program twice a week, you know, in the evenings and some Fridays and some weekends. And, you know, we had, so like, um, you know, I don't want to spoil anything, but like, it just was, it, it takes effort and mm -hmm. intentionality to, to get to where you want to be. And I think you'll see that in several of the kids in that, like, you know, they go through challenges just like anybody else. Um, and then if, if anything, there's probably more challenges that they have to go through, um, than their, than, um, than their peers. And so, um, but all that said, regardless of ex any external forces and factors, um, they're in the program, they're committed, they're growing, they're developing, they are seeing a bright future for themselves. And I, I think that folks around them as well, um, see that, see that potential in them and, and just go to show, you know, it, it's in anybody and it's just a matter of if you pour in and invest in folks, you know, um, the sky's the limit. So this this film, it's, it's coming to Tulsa and yeah. the folks in Tulsa will have a chance to see it. I'm really excited to see the kids reactions yeah, to this as absolutely. well. I know that they haven't seen it yet. Sure. And so I'm really excited to see that. 
but there's going to be a free public screening on Saturday, the 18th in Tulsa at Circle Cinema. And that that's your opportunity to get out there and see this film for yourself that we all put in so much time and energy to make for you. Yeah. People in Oklahoma City got a chance to see it at Dead Center Film Festival last weekend. We're very pumped about this opportunity in Tulsa. And then after that, uh, the film will be available on OKCThunderFilms.com, on the Thunder's uh, YouTube pages. And of course, you can go to the at OKCThunder social media pages and and find it everywhere. We're going to be blasting seeds of Greenwood (laughs) out all over the place. So um, yeah, definitely uh, come on out to Circle Cinema on Saturday. Yes, we are very, very proud of this. And Cedric, I can't even imagine the pride that you have in this. Not only just putting together this project, but... You got to see these students go from, you know, where they applied to this and now they have they have really blossomed into into great, great students going into the world and and contributing as well. So I can only imagine the pride that you have at this moment after after Thunderfellows. It's special. It's special. Um, Yeah. I mean, kudos to you guys. And it's been wonderful work with you all um, and putting this program together, putting this film together. And I really just want to see the raw reactions of, of the public. And I just hope they get out of it you know, slightly what, you know, the little little bit um, of what I was able to get out of it myself. So, um, yeah, it's exciting. Awesome. Exciting. Cedric, thank you so much for taking the trip down here just to come talk yeah. to us. We really appreciate it. And for you, we got to let you know what's on tap coming down the pipeline for the Thunder. We keep mentioning it to you. I know you've got it marked on your calendar. June 23rd, the NBA draft will be taking place. Don't you worry. We'll have boots on the ground, a.k.a. Nick Gallo in the Barclays Center being there to cover all of that for you. And before that, we will have a draft preview podcast for you uh, right before the draft, a few days ahead of time. And as you mentioned, we are going to have our Thunder crew out there, mm-hmm. broadcast team, social, everybody in place to mark what's a big time occasion. Yeah. Thunder has got the second, the 12th, the 30th, and 34 picks in that draft. So should be very exciting. Stuff. You're going to want to tune in and pay close attention. Don't you worry. We've got you covered on all of that information. Until then, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to like, rate, and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much to Cedric Igbo for joining us at the desk today and for our producer, Matt Bishop. And until next time, Thunder up. And catch you later.